Slava Slava Glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil again doing another podcast. Hope everyone is well wherever you're listening from today on this kind of smoky overcast day where I live. And I for the different podcasts I do, I've, I've been reading from different books. And um, you know, wherever I, I'm doing my podcast from, sometimes I'm at home, sometimes in my office, sometimes I'm on the road. And I do remember I was starting to read from this book, Light for Life, The Mystery Lived. That is um, kind of a catechesis of our Ukrainian Catholic faith, what we believe as Eastern Catholics as Eastern Christians and I talked about in the past we are Trinitarian we are no stewards of God's creation we are um, in God's likeness we are made in God's image and likeness so I talked about those things in the past you can listen to my other podcasts uh, if you want to listen to those and this topic for today is called God's Image Distorted. However, as we know, things did not quite work out that way. Adam and Eve, and in them the human race, refused the invitation and vocation. They did not act as stewards, but they did as they wanted. They did not act as prophets discerning God's life-giving presence, word and will. But listen to another voice, that of the serpent, as well as the voice of their own appetites. They did not act as priests, using the creation according to God's will to bring about communion, but for their own ends. They ate out of communion with God, secularizing the creation, making it not a sacrament, but a sacrilege. The results were disastrous. Separation from God, separation from each other, the creation of their own true selves, a total breakdown of communion. The ultimate result was the introduction of death. Shame and lust followed, as well as all the other unhuman qualities which we have come to think of as being natural. Sin entered the world. The potential to grow in the likeness of God was put on hold. All of this is what we call the fall. Thus, sin, weakness, and death were not natural to the human race. Rather, it is the brokenness of a distorted and scared humanity. Scarred humanity. A distortion that comes from abusing our real nature, ignoring the reality of the image and likeness. Sin is not a matter of breaking rules. It is an attack on our reality, a misuse of ourselves, a distortion in our view of our nature, and an acting upon that erroneous view. Sin is trying to do the impossible, to live independently of God and thus deny Him. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. God is the giver of life as we sing in the creed and at the evening hymn of Vespers each day. 
He is the model of our nature. Each one of us and everything in us is oriented towards God. Cut off from him, we have no life. Just like a flower uprooted from the soil looks beautiful for a while, but in fact it is dying or dead, for it has been cut off from the very source that gives it life. A person on a respirator is alive, but is this the kind of life we would want for ourselves? Adam tried to find life on his own, to do his own thing and make his own meaning, to become God his own way. He made himself the criterion and measurement of all reality. He was frustrated because this was impossible. He was out of step with creation and reality, disjointed and out of focus. Because of the fall, we no longer easily reflect God's image. We are still the image of God. And for that very reason, every human life is important and precious from the very first moment of conception. But in the process of growth in the likeness has been put on hold. We still resemble our father, but we are not like him. As the hymns of the Byzantine funeral service say, O Lord, who with your own hand have fashioned me from nothingness and adored me with your divine image, and who, when I transgressed your commandment, did cast me down into the dust, wherever I have been made. Deign, O Lord, to restore me to your likeness, that my original beauty may be renewed in me. I am the image of your ineffable glory, even though I bear the wounds of sins. Look with compassion on your creature, O Lord, and purify me in your mercy. This is the very story of each one of us as we continue to play it out until this very day. We inherit this situation from Adam. We are born in a world bankrupt, broken and distorted because of sin. We are not born in communion with God and we confirm Adam's deed with our own sins, each in his own way and time. And since we are not fulfilling our interrelated vocations as stewards, prophets, and priests of the creation, we are leading the cosmos further away from what it should and could be. It is not that we have inherited guilt from anyone else's sin, though we have entered an atmosphere of brokenness that is all around and in us and touches us from our mother's womb. It affects everything. Nothing escapes from it. God's original plan was to give life to the whole creation through us. Life was to come from God to our innermost being, from then from within us outward to the world. With the fall, the human race has been disoriented, scattered, fragmented from one another. It has tried to do its own thing to be independent and thus has departed from the master plan for creation. The result is a disaster a disorder between among and within people and within the whole creation. Life is being sought where it simply cannot be found. And so we are dying and creation is dying through us. We know that all creation groans as an, and is an agony even until now. Indeed, the whole created order 
awaits with eager expectation the revelation of the children of God. For creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but because of the one who subjected it, in hope that creation itself would be set free from slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. The cosmos is waiting for us to be what we are supposed to be. Until that happens, everything is out of kilter and will stay that way until we are back to where we belong. It is like the parable of the prodigal son. The boy was only himself when he was back in a right relationship with his father. People look everywhere for the key to fulfillment in life. The analysts, encounter groups, sensitivity sessions, assertiveness training, <clears throat> regression to past lives, drugs to alcohol, anything. But none of these approaches will ever work. And people keep going on to the next possibility while becoming frustrated. The only thing to be done is to restore the likeness that we are supposed to have with God, our Heavenly Father. Wow. This is quite a um, quite, uh, message from this book that we are distorted in God's image. We have to get back to the image that God created us to be. That image of holiness, that image of doing the things that God created us to do and not to live in selfishness, not to live in sinfulness. We can't live like that anymore. We can't live in sinfulness and expect to enter the kingdom of God because that is not how we were created to be. So we are all broken. We are all broken from sin, but we can be healed by repentance. We can be healed by reconciliation. So this is uh, what I want to share today. God bless you. Have a good day.